0: The Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College is proud to bring you the Ryan Day Show. Presented by Roosters, a fun casual joint. The Ryan Day Show is brought to you statewide by Encova Insurance and by Safelite Auto Glass. Now along with former OSU All-American Jim Lachey and Coach Ryan Day, here's the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels.
1: Welcome to this week's show as we inch another week closer to the Big Ten getting the season started in the end of October. So, Jim, a question for you as we start things off. With college football going on last weekend, did it seem a little less strange for you knowing that Big Ten football is coming next month?
2: You know, it seemed like there was a little bit more interest on my part uh, to watch those games knowing that Big Ten football was there. That first week, without the Big Ten games being scheduled with Ohio State season in limbo, just made it kind of tough to sit there and really get invested in the games last week was a little bit different it was fun to watch college football and of course this weekend sec kicks off so there will be a full slate of games
1: coach day same question was a little less
3: strange last week watching football knowing that you've got football coming soon yeah that's for sure yeah it was uh it was nice to to know that we're playing again and um you know actually watched less you know started doing you know (laughs) watching more film on our on our opponents and and on ourselves and, and planning it moving ahead, but yeah, it was a much better weekend.
2: Well, speaking of opponents, your first one will be Nebraska on the twenty fourth here at home. Uh, you know, what are your thoughts looking at that team early on?
3: Well, first off, you get right into conference play, and and it's just been a you know a strange, obviously, last couple months, and it's not typical of the way we prepare to go into a season, and and so we're only going to have three weeks in pads. Um, so, and it's not like a, it's a training camp either; the guys are in school. Uh, it's not like you have all day with them where you can you can meet in the morning practice come bring them back walk throughs at night it's not that way i mean it's um, it's just very very different so uh, we're we're planning and uh, accordingly and making sure that we're ready to roll but it's a good, it's a good uh, outfit that's coming in you know scott's obviously a great coach he did a great job at UCF, and, and um, you know they're getting stronger, you know, every year, and I think he feels good about his team that's coming back, um, you know, and so it's going to be a challenge. We're going to have to make sure we're ready to roll early in the game, and make sure that we've got our pads down, that we're playing tough, that we're taking care of the football, that we're tackling, we're blocking, doing all the fundamental things.
1: Knowing that it's always a priority, but even with the way this year has gone, more important to get the most out of the time you have on the practice field.
3: Yeah, you got to be efficient, but again it's right now um in, until next Wednesday we still can't put the pads on so uh it's It's been a challenge to play football when you when you only have helmets on um but the the mental aspect we've got a lot done um I think the running and aerobic shape that we've gotten into is has been strong. Uh, but, but you know, the callous and the toughness and the physicality of the game is something that we're going to have to get going really fast here once the pads has gone.
2: Yeah, no pad sounds like 7-on-7, seven seven and that's not football. 11-on-11 11 11 right. is where it's at. And, you know, for your offense and defensive linemen, I there's so many so many times you can do this, you know, against air or, you know, up-tempo, stay on your feet. You really have to, to to play football. You need to have pad and pad level. And you really can't learn that without actually doing it.
3: It is. And, and and one of the things we talk about all the time is we can't have guys on the ground because that's when injuries happen. And so they're being great about it. They're competing, but at the same time they're staying on their feet. Uh, but it, again, to your point, you know, up front, that's not that's not playing football. Um, you know, you want to get a ner- ner- vertical knockback you on both sides of the ball. You know, in the, the battle for the line of scrimmage, and so um, so we just kind of have to keep working through it for another week, and then we get to Wednesday. Just the guys are gonna have to understand. The good news is we have some veteran guys up front uh, on both sides of the ball, and they played a lot of football, so uh, I think we can get them ready. Knowing that everybody's always
1: watching as much film as possible, has all of this made for a different approach to watching
3: film? uh it's been about the same it's just you know you have to you, you can't really coach the you know the physicality of it you know and i think that's hard for both sides for larry and for stud you know uh they want to win the line of scrimmage just the first thing you know your strike and your finish and those type of things and when it's a quick whistle they're not able to coach that so it's frustrating it's for, uh, for both sides of the ball um you know our guys want to play they want to compete against each other so um but but we're we're, we're playing
2: we're running around we're doing what we love and it's it's all good Coach, you said last week, I think Friday was your best practice that you've been associated with, with the excitement, everybody, you know, kind of, again, having an opponent, so to speak. Has that continued through this week?
3: Yeah, yeah, it has. So it's been it's been a lot of spirit. Guys are getting after it. You know, they just they love playing against each other. They love doing what they love on the field. And, and you know, it's great because when something gets taken away from you, appreciate it a little bit more. I think that's going on with our team right now. Buckeye fans, AEP Energy is
1: redefining the game with renewable energy plans for your home or business. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And if you have a question for Coach Day, you could submit them via Twitter at osu coach or go to OhioStateBuckeyes.com and follow the instructions there. More of the Coach Ryan Day Show presented by Roosters, and we continue from Learfield IMG College
4: roosters is where you your family and friends can order pizza sandwiches salads and more and the home of award-winning wings that are fresh never frozen our roosters family would like to thank all of our loyal roosters guests who have supported us during these challenging times without you we wouldn't have been able to keep our team members employed we are striving to do everything we can to keep you and our team safe find a location near you at RoostersWings.com. roosters a fun casual joint
1: and now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova
5: Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova Insurance relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encova provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encova Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit Incova.com for more information.
6: You gotta come see the new Big Lots. We're going big with a great new look in the store and lots of great deals on everything for your home. Quality brands like Broyhill Furniture, favorites like Doritos and Swiffer, even housewares and home decor too. Big names, low prices, and big buyouts that'll blow your mind. There are always big surprises in store. So come check out the new Big Lots. Live big, save lots.
7: prices that are lower than low on backyard favorites like grill ready hamburgers and fresh picked strawberries, then shop at Kroger. We give you more ways to save on the fresh you love with tools like the Kroger app, where you can find personalized coupons on top of weekly sales. Plus rewards like fuel points, giving you prices that are lower than the everyday low Kroger fresh for everyone.
1: Who can help you score a touchdown with your finances? How about our friends at credit union of Ohio, whether you're looking to buy a new home or make upgrades like a finished basement to watch all the big games, their team of experts will help you get the funds you need. It's a great time to make those renovations you've been dreaming about. Credit Union of Ohio is your local mortgage lender. Learn more about their home loan options at cuofohio.org. That's org. NCUA insured equal housing lender.
0: Your home for Ohio State Athletics. The Fan. This is the Ryan Day Show, presented by Roosters, on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.
1: Time for our Elk and Elk 2 Deep Report, presented by Elk and Elk Injury Lawyers, dedicated to every client, every day. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO, and as you get closer to starting with practice, as you said, Coach, next week with pads and everything, are there some position groups that you're most anxious to see how some of the battles shake out?
3: Um, You know, I think, uh, you know, all positions are going to be fun to watch. Um, I think that you have some guys in the secondary uh, who have some experience, but then you have some new faces back there. So that's going to be fun to watch and some younger guys who are going to challenge. You know, the linebacking crew has got some veteran guys there. It'll be interesting to see how some of those younger guys do. Um, You know, up front, you know, we're going to really replace Devon and, and Chase and, um, you know, and I think it's really, really important for our for our team that our defensive line is strong this season. You know, historically we always have been, uh, but we got some some new guys that have got to step up in that area too, rise to the occasion. And then on offense, um, you know, we lost Jonah Jackson, uh, we lost Brandon Bowen, so we need you know a couple guys to step up in those areas. Um, and, and then the veteran guys have to play veteran too. So Josh and Wyatt and Thayer got to do a good job there. Uh, the tight end group is pretty much all back, and, and those guys uh, got to take the next step for us. Uh, you know, it'll be fun to see the running backs. You know, Master. You know, getting a, a shot and Trey Sermon, uh, and, and then also you know Steele and those guys and, and Xavier and, and Mayan. I mean, we got more depth there than we've had in the past. So that's going to be good. So that'll be a good battle. And then the young receivers will be fun. Uh, just to see those guys compete every day in practice, it's great. We'll see when the pads get on, but there's a lot of talent there.
2: Coach, going back to those defensive backs, the good thing about the group that you have, obviously Sean coming away back is huge, but Tyreek, Cameron Brown, Seven Banks, uh, Marcus Williamson, all had some playing time last year, all got themselves out there on film, played some special teams, were able to contribute, and that's such an important, taking that step, coming into the year now where you're asking to be a full-time starter.
3: Yeah, it's great that last year we were able to get those guys, you know, some reps under their belt, but it's different when you're a starter, and, you know, we got to replace jeff and we got to replace jordan and we got to replace damon i mean those were major impact players for us you know two first rounders and, and jordan's a starter right now in the nfl doing a great job so um uh, you know we got to get some guys that are going to uh, step up for us in the back end but kerry's doing a great job with those guys they're competing every day in practice so uh it's going to be fun over the next few weeks to watch them keep it coming Tying into Jim's question, Carl from
1: Alliance, with the first of our social media questions, with Wyatt Davis and Sean Wade coming back, obviously from a player standpoint, a huge plus. But uh, their leadership, something that's an invaluable quantity.
3: Yeah, yeah, they they're both captains, uh, both been on the field, both a lot of respect and uh, great players, and so uh, it, it always helps to have that leadership. I, I think we have great leadership across the board. Uh, you know, some of the best leadership I've been around, just to see that the way they've handled themselves during this time, during the off season, during all the. The quarantine, we were all away from each other uh, to now, and so. Uh, but but Wyatt and, and, and Sean have been really good in those areas, and and so I think that's going to pay dividends for us, you know, because it's such a unique season for us, and and I think leadership and maturity is going to show in this thing.
2: When you go back and watch last year's film, obviously you see a lot of uh, physicality by that, you know, Wyatt Davis knocking people down. Josh Myers, I thought, had one of the better years as a center as anybody in the league, you know, and and you know, it probably will get be all big lead, maybe all American types this year. But really had a good consistent year out there. And then you're looking for Harry Miller probably to step up that left guard position and continue that physicality. But when you turn on that film and you watch some games from nineteen, it's it's amazing how those guys got downfield, got to that second level and were knocking people down and that, that, that spreads on that offensive line when that starts to happen.
3: Yeah, it does. I mean,
2: in the biggest games,
3: I thought we ran the ball really well, and it, and it had to do with the way we were rocking off the ball, and, and they, I mean, they were coming after you. They, they were trying to hurt you. and So uh, that mentality that Coach Studd has in that offensive line room, you know if that can carry over to this season, it's going to be huge, and that's where we're all excited to get the pads on so we can get going with that. And, um, and J.K. was a big part of that. I mean, J.K. really ran with his pads down last year. That was a huge emphasis going into the season. I thought he did that. And that really, you know, paid off for us. Uh, and so now we got to c- continue with that, you know, with, with, with our running backs and then obviously with the offensive line and having, uh, you know, some of the guys who haven't done it before step up and then having the older guys play veteran. It's going to be important. Safe
1: to say that some of that talent that's been on the defensive line has predicated the offensive line to have to play better.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they go against each other every day. It's it's different right now, again, because we haven't wore pads. Uh, I think last year it was great when, uh, you know, we'd watch Chase and, and Devon out there and, uh, you, you have a great feel for you know if you can block Chase Young, you can probably block anybody in the country you know and, and that was that was that feel and so when you compete against each other like that you get the same same type of effect and the same is going to be this this year with Jonathan Cooper and, and Zach Harrison and Tyreek and, and uh, Tyler Friday and, and all the guys I mean we got good depth there um, but it, you know again once we get the pads on and, and once uh, we get on the field it's different when you're the guy. You know, and I think that's one thing I give Chase a lot of credit for. I mean, everyone knew where Chase was every play, and he kept bringing it. And and I think that's the difference between being the starter and being the guy as opposed to being a depth guy. And so we're going to need guys to step up, not just there, but everywhere across the board.
2: One guy benefited from working against Chase last year was Thayer Munford. Uh, You know, he went after him, and he had a real healthy year last year. He has got a little bit nicked up his first couple years, but last year he's really healthy, and it, it paid off. You saw that. He's going to be your left tackle, uh, and he's going to do a good job. Who, who are you going to find out at right tackle? You talked about Nicholas Petit-Fierre and DeJuan, You know, going against Chase, uh, you got to have depth there because you, you, you pair and despair, as they say. But you know, who are your tackles that you're focusing on right now in that offensive line besides there?
3: Yep, yeah, Nick Nick comes um, probably with the most experience. You know, he played in that Northwestern game and played for us at times last year and did a nice job. Did a great job in the off season. Changed his body, got stronger, got bigger. Uh, he had a little bit of an issue putting on weight <clears throat> last year but but right now looks great. I mean really did a great job of getting his weight to where it needs to be, so very very happy with where he's at. Um you know, DeWand um I, I think's had a great off season. Um and you know he's he's practicing at a high level right now. We'll see when the pads get on, but has a lot of ability and then and Paris Johnson. Um Paris for for young guys very mature, very serious about his work. Uh, and, and is very, very talented. So we've got some depth there. So it's a, I think you know, di- different guys are going to play, and it
1: certainly is a great competition. You talked last week about some of the depth at the tight end spot. In conjunction with all of that, with all of the people that are involved, do they give you the aspects of both the blocking and the pass-receiving threat?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I think when you look at tight ends, uh, they kind of come in one of three categories. Either they're really good blockers and kind of average route runners, uh, they're really good route runners and average blockers, or they do both pretty well. Uh, it's pretty much, you know, how, how that works. And so uh, and we have different shapes and sizes there, you know, and so we'll utilize them the best we can. And uh, we got a bunch of 12 personnel last season, and, and we'll look to do that again this year. Third tackle, so to speak.
2: <laughs> they had some of those, third some of those tackles guys, too. You've got to have yeah. a few of those. 12 personnel, uh, you did that uh, you know, a lot during last year. What percentage, do you, did you do it last year? What percentage do you think you'll go forward with that? With, because you got like, you got town in that group. you got three tight ends, four tight ends. With Cade Stober now over there that can right. go out there and contribute.
3: Yeah, yeah, and Cade's had a great offseason. He's done a really good job the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, I mean, our depth is strong there. Um, yeah, I think we were right around a third of, the, third of the snaps, maybe a little less than that, 30% last year um and we'll we'll see it's hard to tell until we get out there and get going but again i think one of the you know one of the strengths of great uh, coaching in in college is is figuring out what plays fit your personnel and so we have great weapons you know all over we have you know multiple running backs multiple tight ends and now you know multiple wide receivers and so it's changing up those personnel groupings is fun and, and finding out what what fits and and until and, and you really get out there though and the pads start clicking and you start to go to scrimmage then do you really get a great feel for where you are and sometimes you don't know that until game two and three the challenge is going to be you know we can't mess around with that this year we got to be on point in the first week with a
1: group that has depth like that is the hope and even the receiving group in the last few years we talked about that they push one another to be better
3: yeah yeah that's the idea and uh, and i think we got that going on right now i think uh, just about every position on the field, on both sides of the football, there's somebody right next to him or behind them that's pushing them to be better, and that's what I think has made Ohio State great. We, you know, it's
2: iron sharpens iron is a term that's been around here for a long, long time, and I think that's what makes our guys, you know, great. You know, you look at your running backs. You talked about JK had 2,000 yards, only guy in Ohio State history leaves here, number two all time in the program history, and you know, just an outstanding career. You couldn't ask for a guy anymore uh JK carried a ball, ball much a lot, but you know, look at Master Teague end up being 13 All Big Ten, you know, kind of in, in that second team duty. It's going to probably be you know running back by committee because you have three, four guys that can go out there and, and get it done, and that's not a bad problem either. No, it's not.
3: And and typically, you know, we we run enough plays on offense with the no huddle that we're going to get into the 75 range, sometimes north of 80. uh And anytime that happens, you have to play depth. You need depth and. You uh, I mean, there's not a running back in the country that doesn't want depth, you know, with him. And so, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna play multiple guys, and shoot, we might have two or th- two tight uh, two uh, running backs in a game at once, you know, if that's if that's what what uh, is best for our team. And so, uh, Master had a good strong year last year, but but now he's got to take that next step from being a two to being a one, and um, and so he's done a great job with with his rehab, and he looks great. We'll have more with Coach Dave when we
1: continue with this week's show presented by Roosters on Learfield IMG College.
7: When you're not feeling well and want treatment as quickly as possible, you know to visit Ohio State for safe and convenient options. See a doctor or nurse on demand by calling Telehealth Immediate Care. For non-life-threatening illness or injury, call 614-293-3200 and our team will coordinate your visit over video or phone. This same day care is available without ever leaving home for many conditions you might otherwise walk in for. Get our care at your place today.
3: Ohio State Athletics, in partnership with American Electric Power, Donato's, Kroger, and the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, strives to inspire the community to make a positive impact on children and families in the great state of Ohio through our Buckeyes Care initiative. Show and share your support in the community by using the hashtag Buckeyes Care. Please join us in these efforts by visiting OhioStateBuckeyes.com Buckeyes Care and always remember to pay it forward.
2: Go Buckeyes! Let's win this game! I love tailgating. The best darn band in the land. My mom makes me say it like that.
0: Safelite Autoglass knows Buckeye fans love game day.
2: You better be wearing scarlet and gray.
0: That's why Safelite takes care of Autoglass damage anywhere in Buckeye Nation. Giving you more time for game time.
4: Safelite, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics.
0: Donato's Pizza is putting a whole new spin on spinach. Introducing Donato's new cauliflower spinach mozzarella pizza. Donato's delicious low carb cauliflower crust topped edge to edge with baby spinach, fresh mozzarella, and savory plant-based sausage. Try Donato's new cauliflower spinach mozzarella pizza or create your own cauliflower crust pizza today. Donato's. Every piece is important.
4: We are endlessly committed to our clients. Our dedication can be felt every step of the way to a resolution
7: that can change everything. We are there for every client, every day. Elk &
4: Elk, serious lawyers for serious injuries.
2: Every drive, every down, every client, every day.
0: We keep fighting no matter what gets in our way. Elk & Elk, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics.
3: My name is Bill
0: Artman, and I lead retail operations here at Giant Eagle. I'm extremely proud of our 32,000 team members who are working around the clock to service our communities. Our trucks are moving, our stores are following top safety measures, and we're receiving shipments daily. And we would like to thank our customers for your patience and trust. For information on hours, curbside pickup, and any updates as we move through this crisis together, visit us at gianteagle.com response. Ohio's sports destination. Now back to the Ryan Day Show. Presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College.
1: Time for our inside access with Kroger. The pickup at Kroger is easy and an easy way to get what you need right when you need it. Try Kroger pickup today in the Kroger app or at com. Welcome back to this week's show with Ohio State Head Coach Ryan Day. The Buckeyes getting ready to open the season at the end of October when they will play host to Nebraska. Sandy in Sunbury with another of our social media questions. Her question kind of mirrors what Jim asked a little bit about getting ready for Nebraska, so dovetailing off that, having seen Adrian Martinez, the quarterback last year, and what he's done in the last couple of years, what kind of a threat is it that he brings, Coach, to uh, your defense that you have to be concerned about?
3: Yeah, uh, Adrian... Um, was recruited here um, I recruited him um, he's from Fresno a great young man uh, a lot of respect for Adrian and uh, you know as a person but also as a player uh, you know had a had an injury his senior year and so there was a little bit of uncertainty of, of where he was at and everything and um, boy he's come out and had a great college career he's done some great things he's really strong he's a good leader um, you know he, he runs out of, he runs the offense uh, you know and incredibly well um, strong runner strong passer has good touch and uh and so now you know he's veteran you know when, when you have somebody who's played as many snaps as he has in this conference um you know you, you know you're going to get a guy it's not going to be too big for him you know he, he understands the the value of the football he can he play situational football and um and so you know he's played against us now a couple of years and so um you know one of the better quarterbacks in the conference
2: you know they lost a veteran receiver in J.D. Spielman transferring in the in the portal and leaving, but Rondale Robinson really came on as a freshman last year. Uh, over, you know, I think he had 40 receptions, a couple of TDs out there. Turned into a big play type guy, and he just brings a little bit more, you know, flexibility and juice to that offense.
3: Yeah, he's he's a speed guy. You know, he he reminds me of uh, you know the guy from Purdue, Purdue. there, Rondell Moore. Uh, you know, he has that explosive ability. He's Really, you know, uh, you know, sideline to sideline, fast, you know, those jet sweeps and things like that. I mean, he can get get down the field, reverses, those kind of things. They try to get the ball to him in space. Uh, but he's also powerful. You know, he's built low to the ground, and um, you know, Mookie Cooper for us is, is similar to that. Um, and anytime you can get you know a guy like that in space, it's it's advantage offense. And uh, you know, Wondell is now into his second year, so we know he'll be stronger. He's got more experience, so he'll be more
2: dangerous when you're facing a guy like that as a coordinator, defensive coordinator, do you just try to man him up, put somebody on him that you can trust, you know, and say you got this guy all game long and you follow him? Or is it, you know, not that easy? Do you have to kind of zone it and, and, you know, prevent some of the big plays? But, you know, you go back to Purdue a couple years ago, you know, he he made a lot of plays, Rondale against us.
3: Yeah, he certainly did. Um, It it depends on how they're trying to utilize him. It depends on your personnel. Certainly when you get into situational football, when when you're playing more man-on-coverage um, you know when you want to tighten up the coverage you got to get the right guy in place there um you need somebody that can that can move in short areas and, and that is quicker rather than than maybe you know long uh, top end speed fast if that makes sense mm-hmm. you know um but it, then there's also times where it's just better off to zone a thing and yeah. just try to put a cone around it and keep him contained disruptors are out Yeah that's head. right yeah because you know some those guys aren't as big so that, like you said if you can get hands on them then sometimes it's advantage defense yeah.
4: when
1: you've got a guy like that on offense whether it's you know wandale robinson or you mentioned mookie cooper or others is that just open things up
3: that much more for what you possibly can throw out there <clears throat> yeah i mean i think it may any time a defense um you know paris Campbell was that way yep. paris yes. was paris was more straight line but paris you know, everyone always knew where paris was in the field so whether it was a crossing route a speed sweep anything like that i mean he changed the game and he made everyone just kind of
2: you know play play di- di- on defense a little differently is that, you know, that H-back position that does, you know, so many different things. Uh, you know, you want them out in routes, you have them, you know, block, and you have them running the football. You know, there's three or four different things, and that's kind of a, you know, a hybrid back, so to speak. Uh, you know, Demario McCall has, is, is, you know, played that position, you know, for the last couple of years, and you got some young guys that are filling that role, too.
3: Yeah, and the H can do a lot of different things. I mean, the H for us is a second tight end. The H it could be a second running back. The H could be... um a third wide receiver, or the H could be like we were talking about a hybrid that can you know line up as a receiver or come into the backfield, and you know if you have certain personnel you want to uh, utilize those guys if you think that they're game changers, and then uh, and then you just try to mess with the defense you know and try to create those mismatches and give them something that maybe um, they're not expecting, um, you know in simplistic terms it would be you know a, a tight end who lines up as a receiver. You know, two tight ends in the game lining up in in an open set, things like that, Uh, or taking a receiver and bringing them back into the backfield, and what that creates just a little bit of more communication. And so maybe the fit isn't exactly right, or the coverage isn't exactly the way they drew it up, and then you know you gain a little bit of an edge that way.
2: Yeah, and you see two tight ends in the in the you know offense or defense on the other side has got extra backers in the ball game, and then if you spread them out, then all of a sudden they got to play coverage instead of thinking it was going to be run. So kind of that back and forth coach you've been so good at tempo the last couple of years uh and i know that's such an important thing that you want to do uh what when you go back and review that how fast would you like to run a play i know it's situational but when you're going full bore you know going at it it's like every 16 seconds you want to get a play in and out i mean if we're going at the highest tempo yeah yeah somewhere in there you like the thing
3: snapped in the first you know 14-15 seconds um but then there's other, there's other you know styles and tempos of things that we get into, and um, some of it is you know where we are in the game. Some of it is a, is a competitive advantage. Sometimes it's personnel in the game. Sometimes um, it's just the rhythm of the offense. You know, I think that Justin is is a rhythm guy. You know, he gets into a rhythm. I think our offensive line is that way too. They they like to play quickly, but. You know, it's not always that easy. You have to get first downs too. Yeah. You know, and then you can get out of whack fast. And so, um, you know, deciding what you want, how you want to play in tempo, is something usually you decide before the game. But then also there's, there's in-game adjustments like, hey, we got to get in rhythm. we got to figure out how to get this thing changed. You know, we're just kind of a little clunky right now. How do we get this going? Let's pick up the tempo. Or you know, we're going a little too fast right now. We're not IDing stuff. We're running into bad looks. We've got to slow everything down, ID it a little better, and get into a rhythm again.
1: When you say going too fast, is that kind
3: of limiting the audible opportunities? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so if we go fast, you know, we're not changing the play. And, and the, the risk of that is you run into a bad look. You know, and now you're second and 11. Um, and so, you know, if if you if you got the right plays and the right looks, you know, you, you kind of keep it going. The minute you get off schedule and, and things are out of whack, then you got to kind of slow it down and make sure we're all on the same page so we get into good looks.
2: Coach, as a play caller, are you thinking that next play, why the plays run, or are you waiting for a result and then thinking that next play, you got a couple in mind already, you know, okay, this is when to come back right after?
3: Yeah, I would say that. that that's a good question. I, I would say, you know, you usually have a list of plays that you have in between um, – in between series, my my wife my wife laughs at me all the time and makes fun of me. Like, what are you writing down? Uh, you know, like the guy dropped the ball. Like, what are you writing down on the sheet of paper? He dropped the ball. Like, I said no. I'm trying to write down my ideas for the next drive. I'm like, um, and and that's really what you do. You try to get your uh, your your ideas set for the next series. And so, yeah, typically if you run a play, you have an idea what the second one's going to be. Uh, but then there's sometimes where you run a play and in your mind, okay, is it second and eight or is it second and? Second and two, or if right. I get a first down, what's my first first down call, and then and then you have your third down calls in your mind. So it's it kind of it happens um, you know game by game, and you try to write the few things down and make sure you have some ideas, but it can quickly change.
2: I think it's scouting, you're watching it for the last couple of years. When we cross midfield around the forty five and have a first down, that's when you want to take your shot for the end zone. Is that this something that feels good?
3: Well, I, I think you, <laughs> it you, works. You, well, yeah, you have to pick your spots and. Um, you got to have the right play on and, and all those things. And, and um, you know, we try to be as aggressive as we can the minute we touch the ball. And, um, you know, that we have to have that mindset and that confidence. And, and I think that's one of the things the last couple of years we've done a really good job of is that we take the field, we're trying to score points. And uh, we're, we're not going to be conservative, we're going to go after you and be aggressive. And, and that's the mentality that we all on offense. You know, Kevin Wilson to Stud and to Brian Hartline and Tony Alford, everybody on, on the offense wants to have that mentality. When we step on the field, we're going to score some points, we're going to play fast, we're going to be physical.
1: Now let's flip it to the other side on defense. If you're going to run into somebody that's running tempo, what are some of the tenets for a defense to be as prepared as they can be for that?
3: Well, you want to get lined up. I mean, you know, and, and I think Nebraska has, has shown and, and Scott has shown that they'll they'll play with tempo. And, you know, they've been one of the best in the country. So we have to be prepared for that. you got to get lined up. You know, uh, and that's one of the things that you count on as a tempo team is that they're not going to get lined up properly. Um, you got to be in good shape. Uh, you got to communicate well. You got to get the play in quickly. You know, all those things are critical. And the good news is, you know, our, our defense gets to see that every day against us. So that that's a positive. But at the same time, it's different when you get in the game. And um, and you listen, you can't go tempo if you go three and out. That's what I say all the time. You know, I mean, if you if you can get stops in that those first couple plays, there's no tempo. So boy that first drive is I mean, the first, you know, first first down is really critically important.
2: Yeah, that three-play drive for 30 seconds off the clock uh, when good. you're running off the field the defense is hating you for not, you know, giving them any first downs and any break. <laughs> right. But to have your linebackers like you have right now, all experienced, that helps getting your defense set up in those situations. It really does. It, you know, it's you can tell what kind of defense you have in terms
3: of experience when you get over there and you just you listen to them communicate. You know, you get called the front, you're identifying what's going on, where's the back, what's the call and the coverage, the adjustments, you know. Good, experienced linebackers just communicate all the time. You know, you've been around the greatest ones. They're always talking. They're yelling. They're doing all this. I mean, when you come out to our practice, you see, you know, uh, Tough Borland and Pete and Barron and and Justin Hilliard. I mean, they're just every time we're on the field, every play, they're they're calling out all kinds of stuff. They're looking at tendencies. They're just over-communicating. You feel good when you see that because, you know, you feel like they're on top of their game. Big Sandy is your home furnishing superstore. Furniture, mattresses,
1: appliances, and HD tvs all under one roof. Come see what the superstore experience is all about at your local Big Sandy Superstore. We'll have more with Coach Day in our weekly show presented by Roosters, and we continue from Learfield IMG College.
0: Everyone's so busy keeping up. Forget about the Joneses. We all on our telephones with the texts and the tweets and the beats. What he said, she said, can't even follow the three. Down the hole. We all go. Me, I like keeping up, too, with my Corona and my attitude. That's La Vida
1: Masfina. Relax responsibly. Corona Extra Beer. Imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance.
5: Much like in athletics, Encova Insurance relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, EnCOPA provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encova Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit encova.com for more information.
0: Imagine no more wasted time walking around dealerships test driving cars. Because shopping for a vehicle has finally evolved. Introducing Buyers Express from Buyers Auto. The fastest way to buy your next car. Start by visiting BuyersAuto.com. Find the vehicle you want, then click Buyers Express to start your deal. Come see why it's better to buy at Buyers. Buy your auto from Buyers Auto. Visit BuyersAuto.com.
4: Hey, football fans, leave the Hail Mary's for the game and go for a sure thing when it comes to satisfying your craving. When you pick up Raising Cane's for game day, all you have to worry about is the score because we've got the food covered. With ham battered, cooked to order, always fresh, never ever frozen chicken fingers, craveable cane sauce and jugs of freshly made tea and lemonade. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. One love.
1: (laughs) Who can help you score a touchdown with your finances? How about our friends at Credit Union of Ohio? Whether you're looking to buy a new home or make upgrades like a finished basement to watch all the big games, their team of experts will help you get the funds you need. It's a great time to make those renovations you've been dreaming about. Credit Union of Ohio is your local mortgage lender. Learn more about their home loan options at cuofohio.org. That's cuofohio.org. NCUA insured equal housing lender
0: your home of the Buckeyes the fan this is the Ryan Day Show presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College
1: Well, the good folks at Roosters would like to thank all their loyal guests and all the loyal Buckeye fans for their support this year. Because of you, they've been able to safely stay open and keep their award-winning team employed. Roosters will forever be thankful for Buckeye Nation and your support. Roosters, the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And welcome back to this week's show presented by Roosters with head coach Ryan Day. Uh, We did want to take the opportunity to ask you about defensive lineman Haskell Garrett, how he is recovering from the injuries he sustained.
3: You know he's doing well, uh, all things considered, and uh, he's very, very lucky. Very uh, tough uh, moment for all of us. Very scary moment, but uh, but we're, we're happy to to say that he's doing well, um, and and he's on the road to recovery.
2: I know you're counting him on him. Uh, you know for the season. Uh, you know who has to step up in that group. I know you have some. You know Antoine and and uh, Teron Vincent both back, and Tommy's back who 's going to step up at that position of defensive tackle
3: well, yeah, I mean antoine jackson 's going to step up tommy 's going to step up uh, for sure I mean th- those are guys that um, you know they 've played a little bit now they 've been in the program for a couple of years that you know they 're going to have to step up, and you know uh, we 're hoping to get Haskell back here pretty soon, you know he can start practicing and, and uh, it 's going to be a little while before he can actually you know go through contact but um, but we think we 're going to get him back too, um, so that 'll be huge and then we have some younger guys in there you know ty hamilton is is somebody that um you know has already early on shown that he can he can do some really good things and um, so yeah i mean we we got some we got some bodies in there, but, but they 're going to have to step up you know we 're going to need some guys um uh, you know to heal up a little bit too we've got a couple guys just a couple of nagging injuries here and there but uh but we'll get them back soon and, and once we get the pads on we'll have a better feel another of our social media
1: questions this comes from gary in hamilton and he makes reference to comments that athletic director gene smith alluded to the possibility of day of game travel and to, from some road games this season what are the biggest challenges in that regards especially if there were to be a noon
3: start if we were to travel the day of? Yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> that wouldn't happen. That yeah. wouldn't happen, brother. No, that's that's yeah. That would be um, really hard. Um <laughs> but just in general, yeah, I mean those are all conversations we're trying to figure out. Even if we were to fly in the night before, there's just several challenges with the personnel and and um you know, where do you test, who do you test, who are the people that you're around? Um the good news is we do have, you know, some other uh, sports and obviously other college teams that are playing right now so we're we're gathering information on, on the things that they've learned from all of this good bad and indifferent and so um, we're, we're talking to, uh, to all those people and really it's four games right we got four home games four away games so it's four shots and um, and I think, you know, we've got enough time to get this right and make sure it's right and make sure our guys are safe.
2: And your first away game will be at Happy Valley, which normally would be one of those, you know, whiteouts, but with limited fans, that'll be a different environment going on, on away games, as will Ohio City when Nebraska comes.
3: Yeah, I almost got to rethink when I say that, you know, that we're going to Happy Valley and, uh, you know, going on the road, and then I'm thinking, well, there's not going to be 100, <laughs> 110,000 people in the stand, so that'll be very different. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm uh, not, not, not too sure what to expect. You know, we're, we're going to go into the stadium and do some work in there and, and just kind of turn off all the music and kind of get the feeling of what it's like to play in an empty stadium um, and just try to make that our new norm. <laughs>
2: That's, Crowd noise, no more practices with, with loud music. Right? It's great. I yeah. mean, you got to love that as
3: coaches. Yeah. I, I, I did see the interview by Belichick when they said, have you ever seen – or ever been a part of something with that kind of atmosphere. He says, yeah, practice, practice every day.
2: <laughs> that was, that was
3: just good.
1: We've talked about so much of your personnel that's coming back this year. I know it has to be kind of a little bit of a security blanket knowing you've got your kickers coming back.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a group that, you know, <laughs> you know, you, you don't, you don't think about them too much until it goes South, you know, and, and, um, it, it's good to know that, um, you know, we have Drew coming back. I mean, he's a big part of what we do and, um, shoot even had a big fake punt last year for us you yes. know and that and that um how long was he lobbying for there. that you know he's been good he's been good yeah he didn't he didn't overdo it uh i think he told me that the minute um the minute we called it you know he almost was like you sure like does he really know what the down and distance is and when it we're down two touchdowns and i'm like just run the dang thing <laughs> um but no he, he's doing great and then and then blake coming back and uh, so we got some good veteran guys there, and then and then we just got to got to see what the long snapper situation is going to look like. We got you know Brad and Rowan in there trying to compete that compete for that spot to to replace Liam. But uh, but it is good to have a couple guys back who are veteran.
2: Yeah, Liam was there for four years, and boy, it's one of those positions. Seemed that, longer, didn't it? Yeah, you, you can just forget about. It. Just you <laughs> know, you are confident. You're very, you know, and he never, you know, we never wanted to jinx him, but I don't think he ever had a bad snap his whole career here, and that's hard to say for a long snapper. So very very consistent throughout his career. Just want to say thanks man we, we you know we, we, hard to brag about your long snappers sure. when they 're playing because you don 't want to jinx them you know and and uh, but now that he 's gone, uh yeah this guys have some big shoes to fill and and Roland, his younger brother, I know it with Bradley would like to compete for hard for that job
3: yeah yeah i know they're're they're, they're competing against each other, and it 's been a good competition and um you know we thought we, coming out of the spring we'd know and, and then we <laughs> thought we'd go in preseason we would know and so now uh we'll wait to the next couple of weeks to see how, how it plays out but both the guys have had a good offseason and, and certainly i yeah, will miss liam 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 was a solid for us he took his job very very serious and um and obviously executed at a high level
1: it has to be great to see the atmosphere that's been created for years around here how special teams helps you get scrimmage downs
3: yeah yeah no the uh the, the special teams here has been excellent through the years and you know we we lead off, um, you know, Matt Matt Barnes leads off almost every meeting with a former Buckeye playing on special teams. You know, our, our thing is best players play here. And so whether it's Zeke Elliott running down on kickoff or Michael Thomas on a kickoff, uh, you know, kickoff return block or – um, you know Joey Bosa on a um, you know a punt return, or I mean, we always try to show former Buckeyes Jeff Acueta running down on a kickoff. I think it was in the Big Ten championship game two years ago, knocking a guy on like the ten yard line. We try to show former Buckeyes who have played and, and cut their teeth in special teams, and it's something we take a lot of pride of pride in around here. Uh, you know, like even Terry McLaurin. You yep. know, think about how great he was, and look at how that's paid off for him. So, so many great you know testimonies to you know guys who have built up their careers and started on special teams.
2: Bus getter in America, as Coach Meyer used to say a lot uh, about Terry McLaurin running down the field. Matt Barnes, does he have total control of your special teams? Or do you have, you know, like does Al Washington maybe help out with punt return or have another assistant coach assigned to help out a, s- a specific area of a special teams group? Yeah,
3: it, it's a team effort, but Matt drives it. And, yeah. and I and I really believe that when you have a really good teacher and someone who's really strong, um, you know, he, he drives it. You know, and, and Parker Fleming um, is kind of his right-hand man. Uh, is one of our quality control guys really bright guy does a lot of the work behind the scenes for us uh, really good young coach that um, deserves a lot of credit for what he does and you know, he's not able to coach on the field really but he's he's right there and supporting with matt but matt's matt's a great teacher matt's really strong uh, you know, I'm in every one of those meetings, and so are the other coaches, uh, other than the D-line and the O-line and, and the quarterbacks. Everybody else is in those meetings. So um, you know, we support him, uh, and, and the coordinators are involved in that. Everybody's involved. But at the end of the day, Matt drives it, and I think he's really strong, really good teacher, really good plan, really good communicator. And, and I think that's why our special teams have been so strong here the last couple of years.
1: Now there are social media questions. This comes from Emily in Cincinnati. It's probably difficult to do during the pandemic, but asking about – the procedure in place if there is one for organizations to request items to be signed
3: for charities how that works here yes yeah so uh typically it just it gets sent in here to the um to the athletic department and then um comes over to uh to my assistant maddie Morati, uh coach mick's daughter and um you know she kind of gets it over to me and then we have to pass it through compliance to make sure everything you know gets sorted out that way and we're not breaking any rules and then we go from there sounds good uh certainly that has to be a different animal this kind
1: of year coach thank you as always we appreciate the time and we'll see you next thursday absolutely thanks thanks coach all right that's ohio state head coach ryan day we will speak with kevin wilson assistant coach when we continue with this week's show presented by roosters from learfield img college
0: and now a moment of chill from Coors light light. Mountain cold refreshment. Made to chill in a canoe holding a beer instead of a paddle. 2020 Coors Brewing Company Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly.
7: When you're not feeling well and want treatment as quickly as possible, you know to visit Ohio State for safe and convenient options. See a doctor or nurse on demand by calling Telehealth Immediate Care. For non-life-threatening illness or injury, call 614-293- 3200- and our team will coordinate your visit over video or phone. This same-day care is available without ever leaving home for many conditions you might otherwise walk in for.
4: Get our care at your place today. Roosters is where you, your family, and friends can order pizza, sandwiches, salads, and more. And the home of award-winning wings that are fresh, never frozen. Our Roosters family would like to thank all of our loyal Roosters guests who have supported us during these challenging times. Without you, we wouldn't have been able to keep our team members employed. We are striving to do everything we can to keep you and our team safe. Find a location near you at RoostersWings.com. Roosters, a fun, casual joint.
7: I'm Wilson Flores, and my research will soon be in outer space. I want to enable astronauts to travel farther. At Ohio State, I connected my passion for engineering with biology students to study the effects of zero gravity on muscle strength. My faculty mentor inspired me every step of the way. All of this because I chose to be a Buckeye.
3: Find out more at osu.edu slash stories.
6: You gotta come see the new Big Lots. We're going big, with a great new look in the store and lots of great deals on everything for your home. Quality brands like Broyhill Furniture, favorites like Doritos and Swiffer, even housewares and home decor, too. Big names, low prices, and big buyouts that'll blow your mind. There are always big surprises in store. So come check out the new Big Lots. Live big, save lots.
2: Go Buckeyes! Let's win this game! I love tailgating. The best darn band in the land. My mom makes me say it like that.
0: Safelite Autoglass knows Buckeye fans love game day.
2: You better be wearing scarlet and gray.
0: That's why Safelite takes care of Autoglass damage anywhere in Buckeye Nation. Giving you more time for game time.
4: Safelite, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics.
0: the fan Ohio sports destination (laughs) now back to the Ryan Day show presented by roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College
1: Buckeye fans, AEP Energy is redefining the game with renewable energy plans for your home or business. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Welcome back to this week's show. It's our pleasure to have Offensive Coordinator Kevin Wilson joining us. How are you, sir?
8: Outstanding. How are you guys? Good to be with you.
1: Just wonderful. Good to Thank again. you. I know that you had to share in everybody's excitement once not only the announcement of the season being started came about, but also to get a schedule now to know that you have to navigate.
8: Uh, no doubt, and it was great to have uh, the, the season or the schedule, but uh, the real thing was just watching our guys for several months, all the sacrifices they made whether they were at home working out and working out with without equipment and trying to keep their body weights right and the way we did things academically and then coming back and getting tested every week and sacrifices when you see your buddies start to go to all these – fourth of july outings and parties and you know they know they're going to get COVID tested we need to play and our kids knew the better we did the better the chances were going to be for not only our school but for the conference and i just respect you know coach day and the the administrators and and mr smith and our new president president johnson for their fight but I really appreciate and respect our players for backing that up and showing and giving them a chance that they want to play. Hopefully we'll, and hopefully it's going to continue because even though it's like we're almost getting back to normal, that virus is still out there, you know, and we got to keep navigating through all that.
2: Coach, as a coordinator, when you look back at the offense last year, I mean, boy, 47 points, darn near a game, 46.9, 266 rushing, 263 passing, 530 almost total. Uh Completed a lot on third downs. Where do you find improvement? I, I, I can think of a couple areas. I know that sack number was a little bit high at 35, but where do you have to improve to get this offense coming up uh, into this year?
8: Well, I, you know, when, you, when you, it's it's one thing to improve and you can look at those stat numbers, but you all, you really have to go back and restart, and especially not restarting without having a true spring practice without really having those summer workouts where you get some of your timing and passing game or some of your young guy development and toughness and, and all those things, mate, because you got to come back and play as a group. And as individ- we have a chance to maybe be as individually talented as we've been. Our young receivers are outstanding. We've got a lot of maturity with the O-line and tight ends back, Justin's back. You know, we're losing a great tailback and, and, and J.K., but we, we've got some some guys coming in and with trade transferring that – uh, it's going to be hard to have the numbers or the playmaking ability to J.K., but I think we got a chance to still run the ball well because those inside guys with Josh and, and Wyatt are, are outstanding and the tackles are, are going to be good. But the thing is then it's collective talent. And so can we come back and collectively put it together? So the improvement's going to be, can we just restart and reignite that? Because, you know, to me the old saying in football is once you think you got it, you're getting ready to get it. You know, yeah. you never got it. You know, you're, you're reestablishing it. And there's a lot of things to work with and a lot of momentum, a lot of things to build off, a lot of things to, as Coach Meyer always say, enhance when it's going well. But it's also kind of a restart, and it's an unusual restart because of all the setbacks with the, with the pandemic that we've had.
1: Does that affect how you go about putting an offense in?
8: Well, it's kind of been unusual because when we started back in the summer, and the way they, they because we missed so much, they gave us those opportunities to actually get out there in, in in July and run. We've probably ran more plays than we would ever have ran in a preseason. Now we haven't had on pads, we haven't had contact, we haven't had some of the fundamentals that you have to learn, and you have to now navigate through that with contact volume and how much you can and can't hit. But young, our young quarterbacks, our young freshman receivers that are going to be outstanding, some outstanding young receivers, uh, some young linemen and tight ends, they've, they've gotten more plays than they ever would have gotten because even though we lost some things, we got into those low player practices. And we were out there running a bunch of plays, sometimes on air. A lot of times, I like, people, we'd set up, like, structures we'd use, like, coach had us using trash cans as a defense so at least the tackle know hey that's a blitz coming or that's a five technique or or what's going on so we could target things so uh i i by no means we've probably got more offense in right now than we've ever had Hmm. and so uh, but at the same time it's it's we're going to get into that not true preseason but developing a contact volume developing the, the understanding of the plan to win how to take care of the football and score touchdowns and protect the quarterback and be strong in the kicking game and and really, then we kind of get into game plan for game one. Here comes Nebraska.
2: Chris Olave had a huge year last year, uh, you know, really broke out. And is a go-to guy, uh, definitely a number one. How have you seen him improve his game so far this year? He's,
8: he's one stronger um, he's still a guy that you know with his size can continue I think as he's maturing in the next two and three and four and five years his career will physically even get more stronger but uh, he's becoming a better uh, consistent he's always been really good but just a, a, a rock solid practice guy I mean, he does so many things well he I think with his baseball back background as a, as a young kid he has a tremendous knack for tracking deep balls and just body control and you know, with Coach Hartline's background and understanding of route running, I think he's getting so much more uh, understanding of, of how to use his skill sets to set up routes and set up because, you know, we're going against some great DBs and those guys are to work and said old, you know, proverb, iron sharpening iron. Um, uh, I, I think as well as he's done, he's doing better. And I just as he's a third-year player. He's young. So you've seen flashes of what is a great player. But what has a chance to be a great career and a great future? So I just like I say I think Brian's doing a great job coaching that kid, and that kid's that kid's you know coming in every day wanting to learn. Uh, he wants to, to have a great Ohio State career and play past Ohio State, and I think he's embraced um, the work habits and stuff. not that he never was. He always was a pretty good practice player, but I think he's just embraced that more, and that's exciting when you see your best players become your best practice players.
1: Copying off Jim's question: Where do you look for Justin Fields to improve?
8: Uh, you know, I think Ryan's really tried to work. You know, last year we started early, as good as he was, and as well as the stats were. You know, early we tried to lean on the run game and play action, and I think he's trying to expose him more and more early to to, to understanding pressures and blitz concepts and hots and issues and how to fix problems and what his answers are and how to. You know, he was so great last year taking care of the ball, how to do that, and um, I know Ron's trying to, has been working a lot. You know, he's such a great, he's the most athletic, most talented quarterback I've seen. Trying to get him to. Even understand from the cerebral standpoint and within the pocket how to be an elite, elite, tremendous quarterback, and uh, he is. I mean, you're talking about Chris Olave. You're talking Justin Fields. You can talk about Wyatt, You can talk about Josh Myers, Luke Farrell. I mean, you got some talented guys that are also just men, and they've got great families, and they're great dudes, and. I just love to coach them.
1: Coach Kevin Wilson, always good to see you. Thanks
8: for your Thank time. Thank you, Coach. All right, guys. Great to be with you all. Go Bucs. All we'll right. See you soon.
1: The Ryan Day Show presented by Roosters has been brought to you statewide by Incova Insurance and by Safe Light Auto Glass. For Skip Moss, Colin Berenger. And for Jim Lachey, Coach Ryan Day, and Coach Kevin Wilson, this is Paul Keels. Thanks for listening. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.